0: hello welcome to another episode of unpacking neuroqueerness in this episode i wanted to talk a little bit about auditory processing differences and sensory processing differences amongst autistic people Uh, this can also apply in some way to adhd but i'll be focusing on autism today how how um auditory processing differences and sensory processing differences uh, play a role in the autistic experience and um, why uh, a little bit of background as to why um, these are common uh, things that autistic autistic people can experience a lot more than neurotypicals. Anyways, so basically, this is something it is that is uh, processing delays are something very common among autistic individuals. And I, I can give examples of how I've experienced this throughout my life where I seem to kind of... Um, always be a little bit behind in in a conversation particularly if it's a day that i'm more tired than i'm more overstimulated um i'll i'll have a hard time absorbing and processing everything someone is saying to me and taking it in and really processing it um it'll take me longer than uh most people that i observe around me and this has been an experience for a while and so I've never really um I had never really dug into it and acknowledged it and realized and then acknowledged that it is indeed a part of the autistic experience because of course you know as I mentioned before on this podcast I've had um my autism diagnosis for 14 years now I got it when I was 16 but I didn't know a lot of things regarding um, sensory processing and stimming uh, and so many other things. Sensory processing is one of those things. And um, now it, it makes a lot more sense and I've just uh, read that there uh, there was a study that came out recently from uh, a co-study in between Case Western Reserve University and the University of Toronto, uh, the neuroscience departments in those at those universities found that the brains of autistic children generate more information even at rest. Uh, so the so j- just imagine this: even when when the brains of autistic children are at rest, they generate forty-two percent more information than the brains of neurotypical children so and you can so you can imagine uh why it's also harder to process things from an autistic um person's standpoint because the br- autistic brain is processing so much more information on average and this can of course 42% is an average so it can be even higher than that, because I certainly feel like my brain is processing a lot of information, it does not slow down, like, I don't, uh, because that's why certain, like, meditation techniques and exercises can be really difficult for autistic and ADHD individuals, is because our brains cannot really slow down like myself i'm having i'm constantly having thoughts in my head and um i'm jumping from one thought to the next and i can't it would be nice if i could really um be able to slow down and not have any thoughts but i've experienced that it is difficult for me to do that because my brain is naturally just um processing so much information and and running at such a high speed um and now i understand more like it it's just so validating to have a study like this come out and to see these numbers and like okay so it's not just me i'm not like it makes me feel like because it makes me feel more valid it's more validating because i feel like so many autistics like myself um we grow up feeling really weird because we experience things that a lot of other people most other people can't relate to like they might even be understanding and supportive but you can just tell when the person doesn't really relate to it and it's just um of course it's fine that not everyone is gonna have the same experience but it's just so encouraging when you come across someone that really does understand what you're going through and relates to it and it makes you feel a lot more seen and it makes you um it makes you realize that like for me it certainly made me realize that I'm not um insane because I've been made to feel uh, like, I'm the only one, I, have been made to feel like an outlier a lot in life when I felt like I was the only one that saw a certain thing a certain way, and so, it just makes so much sense to me, like, it's so validating to see this, and it's like, oh, okay, this is a real, actual thing amongst autistic individuals, um, because it's, it's, I know that I had, I had heard about this already from other autistic individuals, but it's really nice to see it um, validated like in a study because I still feel like there's a lot of gaslighting that goes on in society when it comes to uh, autistic people speaking about their experiences. There's still, uh, people don't give our lived experiences as much weight as they give medical studies uh, and that's not to say that medical studies don't have validity because they have a huge validity um, if they're done in a neurodiversity-affirming way where where people are also listening to the lived experiences of autistic individuals because I feel like that is something that doesn't happen a lot. Um, a lot of times we are not listened to and and our input is not taken when non-autistic researchers write about autism. And so that's why we have a lot of misinformation out there nowadays. But uh, now I've gotten past the point, the main topic of the episode, um, which is to talk a little bit about why um, why we end up taking so long to process information. Because it can be it is not only related to sensory processing differences where where we are actually slower to process information, but it's also, I think it's a combination of that and the fact that our brains naturally process more information by default. So therefore there's more to process regardless, even if we didn't have a slower processing speed. Um, So that's just some uh, interesting information to have um once again it's a study from case western reserve university and university of toronto um a neuroscience study that came out uh i believe relatively recently i'm just uh i could be wrong because i'm sure this i know there have been a lot of studies on on um brain activity and such for for a long time, but that's an interesting one to talk about. Uh, Anyways, I have a lot more episodes coming soon. I have uh, many different topics planned, including a review of the latest uh, Autism Jubilee uh, YouTube video debate that came out, which features autistic young adults, uh, neurotypical young adults, parents of autistic young adults um there there is a good mix of people in there i did i do wish that we had seen uh a late diagnosed um young adult person but that is for that video i'm going to do a full review a co-review of that video i'm planning a co-review with my friend x um potentially in the next couple weeks um i will I i'll keep everyone posted on that i also have more uh episodes coming out soon um so once again uh thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode and i'll see you all next time